This is the Adulting I Hate It Here podcast. Ciao. Adulting is good. I want to go home. I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it here. I want to go home. I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it here. Yes, yes. Welcome back, my fellow adultees and adult adjacents. This is the Adulting I Hate It Here podcast. And YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe because nobody knows what the hell we're doing. Um, this is going to be a great show and it's going to be informative because I have someone who is near and dear, fellow alum of none other than the greatest high school there was. <laughs> um, I have my boo Kendra, better known as Making Moves with Kendra. She is an Atlanta based realtor and she's here to give us some good info help people who may want to move and don't really know where to go. So my Kendra, what's up, boo? Hey, guys. Hey, Toya. <laughs> hey, darling. Hi, everyone. Um, so, yes, my name is LaKendra Wiggin. I am originally from Miami, Florida, but I am based in Atlanta, Georgia at the time. But even if you're in Florida, I can still be some of assistance and I can help you guys on whatever that real estate journey may be. So I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Tanya, for having me. Aww. This is my first <laughs> invite <laughs> interview She's podcast. So, so I'm excited. <laughs> this is going to be so great because I mean, one, I have questions because I'm currently paying rent, which is disgusting and I don't oh, want to yeah. talk about it, but yeah. a part of your thirties and really just adulting is just responsibilities. You just don't have the time to be dealing with. For a lot of people who are our age or even younger, older, who have probably rented for most of their experience, who may be looking to get a home, but especially right now with the global pandemic that's going on, there's a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of scarcity. You have a lot of people who are being evicted or, you know, have going through all type of problems with their living situation. And I just wanted to get your perspective on how you see the housing market panning out over the next couple of months till 2020, whatever. Um, that's a great question because a lot of my current clients or people that probably weren't my clients but just had an idea thought they were going to purchase this spring mm. the springtime is actually a great time for the real estate market so why is believe that? just because a lot of people are moving uh, leases a lot of our lease which are renting is up around um spring a lot of uh adults they want to sell so that they can find their home before school starts in august so it's just it, the weather is warmer. Nobody really wants to move when it's freezing cold outside. A lot of homes going to market and a lot of people take the springtime to kind of move. School is ending for their kids. So it's very true. A great time to move around. And yeah, a lot of the most of the times like my lease, uh, just re I just renew my own lease in April. So it's a lot of time when a lot of people are moving and renewing leases and such. So. Yeah. But that being said, a lot of people were reaching out like, hey, I don't want to renew my lease. I want to move. I want to, you know, get out of here. Um, but then this happened. So right. a lot of people are like, well, what should I do? Like I had people with pre-approval letters and everything. And they're like, well, should I just make this decision? So my mm-hmm. conversation, because everybody's situation is different with my current clients, I always ask, well, is your job secure? Mm-hmm. So if your job is secure, if you know for the remainder of this year and next, like if you know that you're not going to lose any hours, if you're not going to lose your job, if you're not going to be furloughed or nothing's going to shift regards to your employment or income, yeah. then I say yes. 
you still want to buy because the the interest rates are still really low. Not only that, a lot of people are like, well, the value. Mm. Okay, so if you're buying your home now, if you're not going to sell it next month, then the value, which we haven't really seen any many shifts in the value yet. But if mm. the value was to be down and the home is lower, then you want to buy now. You always want to buy lower. Why would you right. buy when it's a healthy market, why would you pay a higher price for the same thing you get now for less? So I tell people take advantage of motivated sellers. The sellers are willing to negotiate because they're like, they're scared too. They don't know what's to come of the market. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Like no one knows. We can't guess. We can only look at the current trends. Even the market stats came out for last week. We we're still up higher in our Atlanta market than we were last year. Still, we have more Really? Um, home selling, yep. Mm. More home selling, more homes on the market. It's still a seller market, meaning it's still a lot of buyers buying, not enough inventory. So it's mm. still healthy. It's still a healthy market. It's nothing like the 2008 crash yet. I don't think, and from what I've been hearing, see, I don't see it going there just because mm. what led to that is not the same. And then if it does go there, because I hear a lot of the memes about the market crashing and millennials being excited because we can get a house for $4, right. you, don't, you don't want it to crash because if it crashes, unless you have just an abundance of money, you're not going to get any loans. When it crashes, banks are not going to lend to you. Correct. So if you're on the fence of buying and you do have job security right now, buy, get prepared, start preparing yourself before lending guidelines get stricter. You don't have to worry about the market crashing, affecting your home value because it's going to balance back out. It's like, unless you're going right. to buy it now and sell it in three months, when you're ready to sell your home, you're going to see the increase of the value because real estate is a foolproof market. It always rises. Your home is going to increase value. It's just like anything else with stock. You got to ride the wave. But you're not going to see a, a huge drop into your home value that you're not going to gain the equity back when it's time to mm -hmm. When it's time for you to sell. So, yes, if you so to answer your question, if you have job security and you're not you don't plan on leaving your job or switching your job or you're not sick or you don't see any like things that you can For see. Foreseeable, right. unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Situation. Event, then yeah. I say I say definitely take advantage of these uh, low interest rates. They're still low. They're not one percent because I see that going around a lot. It's not one percent. But it's still low. I have a buyer with a 2.8% uh, interest rate right now that's shopping for a home. Just went on the contract. Uh, one buyer, her interest rate right now is a 3.8, and that's with down payment assistance. And down let payment me, assistance usually makes your interest rate a little higher. So Let me ask about the interest. What is the interest rate that you probably want to stay within, given any circumstances? You, you, uh, want, you want to stay under 4%. I think 3 is like where you want to stay, but the average has been about 4.5, 3.8. Um, but the threes are good. You want to stay in the threes, depending on, but a lot of these down payment assistance programs, if you get any of those systems, what people don't know is that you'll be in the 4.5s, the 5%. So you, if you're at a 4.5 or higher, you may want to speak about refinancing um, right now and see if you can get a better interest rate. So for people who were, like you said, one of your clients were in the middle of the home buying process and kind of got a little shook, of course, by what's happening. So for those that are actually in that position right now, your advice would be to go ahead and take advantage of the current state right now. Yes, I would are, say if you're shook, as long as you have job security, 
Go ahead. Because I think you- that's like the bigger, the bigger issue too, is that I don't know anyone that feels super secure mm-hmm. in their employment right now. Right. And that's why I always ask that question and it's up to them to tell me, like he, my client was like, my job is not a problem. I know I'll have my job, but he's in, he's into, he works for a pharmaceutical company. So maybe, you know, he does mm-hmm. feel a sense of security there. We don't know. Like, we don't know. We didn't even see this coming. So it's a lot of things that we do not know. But it's the conversation that you just kind of got to have with yourself. Like, do I see myself? Do I know that I'll be here at this job at least for another year so that I can, you know. Get that home. (laughs) Yeah, get that home and be saving and not get into a home and can't afford it and have to foreclose. So it it is a tough situation, a tough thing to think about. But my thing is. Even now, you see a lot of the bank, they're giving you, you know, time to kind of mm-hmm. pay the mortgage. They're pushing it back. Barely. Some. Yeah, kind of. Barely. But yeah. some banks are, like some lenders. But your rent office or your landlord probably isn't that lenient right now because they have their own bills. So Correct. it's just a lot of benefits, I guess, when mm-hmm. you own a home that you really won't see on the renting side. But I wouldn't say go and buy a home if you if you're like kind of unsure of where you where you are where you're gonna be in a year from now. Well, like Kendra, you want to make sure it's the same. You, since the coronavirus, and one, I'm sorry, and I apologize for not asking. Mm-hmm. One, how you're dealing with this in general, just personally. I know you're a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, homeschooling. I love yes, to ask my all parents that. who are <laughs> helping the, their little knees <laughs> with their homework and and all this classwork. And just how you're juggling that with being a realtor. Are you still in the fields? Are you still out? Are you still showing homes? Yes. Yes. So um, that's a good question. So, yes, I'm now a teacher, a homeschool teacher, you know. Yes, boo. (laughs) Come on, education. So, so, uh, yeah. So I'm trying to juggle that as well as my clients. And also my clients are now home and some of them are homeschooling and it's just it's just been a whole adjustment phase so honestly I was kind of like scared I didn't know what was gonna happen I'm like okay I went from being at work on the 13th that was the Friday to like okay now everything's on shutdown Monday school the kids will be Mm -hmm. home um so I really didn't know where this was gonna go we had meetings at my job they kind of you know gave us we had to kind of come up with different provisions to get things flowing. So, yes, I'm still in the field. In Georgia, realtors are essential employees. We try to keep showings down to a minimum. Um, mm-hmm. I know for sure me, I don't like to see or take my clients to homes that are occupied with families mm-hmm. for their safety and the safety of, of the course. families. Yeah. So I try to stick to vacant homes, but I also give the clients the ability to look at things virtual. So if they just want me to go by myself and want me to record and show them this room, if they do Oh, you just going to risk your life. Yeah, I'll be out here. Hey, I got you. <laughs> so if they... <laughs> If they want, like, we went to one showing. I was shocked because I'm like, why y'all here? It's supposed to be home. But it was, like, so many people at this house one day. And I went with my client. This is right after it happened. I want to say, like, that weekend. Probably was, like, the 14th of when everything kind of went on lockdown. And I was like, why is everybody here? So we had to wait. Because usually, you know, as long as the other roses are fine, we'll go in. Um, but I let them finish, you know, before mm-hmm. we went in. I keep hand sanitizer. We have gloves. A lot of the homes sometimes will have gloves. Hey, pick one up. But um, 
people like believe it or not people are still like listing homes people are still out here people are still my showings this weekend it was we kept running up on people that were showing homes so um yeah so uh, people are out here so I try to of course I try to stay safe I try to make sure that I, I I keep hand sanitizer before and after every showing when I get home of course washing your hands um I make sure that my clients are sanitizing Try not to touch things uh, besides the uh, the light switches. We have to touch that. But just making sure if you, especially if it is a home that is occupied by someone, that you're not touching things as, as we would and of just course, looking yeah. and observing. But, yes, we're still out here. We're still in the field. Um, so have still, you been we're still in the trenches. with teaching from home? Because yes, so my that's teaching, a whole other job. That's, that's a different, that's a whole another job. In the first week, I was almost just to come back to school. And it was like, I don't know where the teacher's gonna be <laughs> but I'm about to leave you here and it's like figure it out the parents complain a lot but the kids are annoyed with us they're like what what are you doing so we go back and forth I have a 10 year old and he's at that stage like that's not how my teacher do it or this okay but I'm your teacher now so Damn, now you gotta this live is... under the shadow of teacher <laughs> right and it's too much pressure <laughs> and it's like um so it was an adjustment because I don't know about you but I did online I, I started my grad school yes. online and I hate it like it was not it's not easy because of my learning style like I'm hands-on I gotta be there I want to raise my hand I want to ask questions so to put a child even time management yes, yes specifically time management. Yes, I was the one on Sundays like, oh gosh, everything's due now. Let me hurry up and, and I the whole Wow. Week, Loyal I voice. <laughs> I feel seen and I don't like that. <laughs> so I don't like it, that. I had to get I really had to look at it because I was kinda hard on Cameron. I was like, Cameron, come on, get up, get out of bed, getting up at seven thirty. It's no break. And I really tried to be that drill sergeant, like, we're going to stick to a schedule. We're going to be structured. Mm-hmm. It's going to be just like school. And I'm like, who am I kidding? I don't feel like being up. <laughs> I, don't, I'm, if I don't have to be up at 630 or 7. Why am I waking up? So he wakes up when I wake up. And um, after that first week working out the kinks and getting trying to figure out a schedule it got it got a little better um he gets up his teacher you know they speak they have like oh they have a schedule so they give him the agenda for the day every day so it's not like it's just the books and you got to go through like every day the teacher is giving them the agenda for the day and they have to complete it we go over it he's able to now you know directly ask the teacher questions instead of coming Mm -hmm. mom can you mom Sorry. Listen, I isn't it know. some questions that you were like, okay, I, I thought I know. knew stuff. I thought I was smart. I thought I was a smart adult that know things. All right, to find I, out, I don't. One day, I checked his work. I call myself checking his work, and I'm going through it, and I'm just like, this is wrong. This is wrong. I'm like, do it over, bring it back. So he brought it back, and I'm like, this is wrong. He was like, well, you said the last one was wrong, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, well, the last one was right, but go fix it. Like, like, oh, poor baby. Him. Poor, but both of y'all were working out each other's kids. That's what was happening. It, just confusing the child. And I'm just like, I cannot do this. Like, I love teachers because I couldn't. I'm not even going to act like I could be a homeschool teacher. I cannot. They so, deserve all the things when outside opens. I don't do. know if y'all want to start sending them care packages right now. Yeah. But and I had to drag need. him. I had to drag him on a few showings with me as well. And he's just like, you do too much. You go a lot of places. And I'm just like, <laughs> 
Well, at least you know how hard I work to keep lights on. Food. You like, know, I'm ready to go home. Like I'm not up with this. It's not fun. I don't want to be here. So just want to let but. him know that's what adulting is. <laughs> Every day. Yes. All day. Yes. This is what so, you don't see. <laughs> question. So for those that are first time home buyers, mm-hmm. one, can you speak to the things that may be available for first time home buyers? And can you walk us through the home buying process in normal circumstances when it's not a demogorgon outside? Right, like, right, right, right. Okay, so, and that's a good question because of some things that they can be doing now. Every city is different, so I'll speak about Atlanta, but it should be similar things going around. So I have a lot of people that are reaching out like, hey, my lease ends in September because we also have a lot of leases that end in the fall. Right. So my lease is ending in September, October, November. What can I be doing now? So my first thing is, If you have a housing counselor, like if you have no idea what your credit situation is, if there's like a housing counseling agency, which I know there is in Miami, I know there is in Atlanta, you want to consult with, go to one of those classes. There are not any going on right now, but when everything picks back up, you can go in person. I know in Atlanta, they have them webinars, so which is good because they're usually forty dollars um, with the Urban League. If you guys come to my page and write me, I'll give you my information. I'll be able to please give you more do. Information. We're gonna link everything. We're gonna link it all because yeah. we all so, need the info. Yeah, so you'll be able to attend a free webinar um, that goes through the entire process. It's eight hours. It is, but um, it's so informative. <laughs> a shift. It's it's so informative, and okay. they may have breaks. I don't know if they're. I haven't done it online. I my clients have, but they said it's really long. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's in person, but they're trying to you know keep the momentum going. But it breaks down everything. Um, and with that, after you complete it, you get a housing counselor. So what the housing counselor does is they'll pull your credit, which is good because it's not an inquiry. So you can either go to a lender. Is depending on how close you are, like if you're just like a month or two away, you feel like you're ready, then I'll have you consult with the lender. That's the first step. But if you're just like, I got time, I want to kind of see where I stand, mm-hmm. the housing counselor will pull your credit profile. They will look at everything that's on there, your debt to income ratio, and give you a game plan on what you can work on. Mm-hmm. So okay. just generally speaking, what you want to make sure you want to make sure that you have a decent credit score. I say even though under normal circumstances, a, a FICO of 580 can get you FHA, 620, 640 is better because it's less challenging. I was going to um, ask you, credit-wise, since we're on the topic of credit and kind of working on that in the interim, how important is credit in the home buying process? Because there's, I feel like there's so many arguments about being cash rich and not, you know, the the credit Mm -hmm. thing. What if I just buy it out of pocket? What if I just, you know, to get around credit and just, can you speak to just the importance of it or the history, the credit history? Yes. Cash is king. Credit is power. Credit, you always want to be You know, let me write that down right now. (laughs) Cash is king. Credit Credit. is power. That is the name of this show. It is power. It's the reason why I have clients with no cash getting getting a home. You can come with your Mm. $20,000 cash and not get anything. You And not buy a house, not get anything. And my client that have $1,000, but her credit score is a 680, and she can get a home. So Listen. Credit, you always want to leverage your credit. So your credit score is important, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Your credit history, what they're looking at are your payments. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you, if you couldn't pay 
your Victoria's Secret card even late every month. Why am I going to trust you with a mortgage? So you mm. want to make sure that your payment history, at least within the last 12 months, they've been on time. That's cars. That's any credit cards, store cards, things of that nature. I'll get on student loans um, in a second. But Please. You, <laughs> Please do. The millennials, that's us. Like, that's, that's our, uh, that's what's scaring <laughs> a lot of people, honestly, the student loans. But yeah, your credit, it is important. But it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have a super high credit score. You can. It's not a myth. If you have, you can get a house with a 580 score. You can if you have on-time payments. And also, I want to tell people that not having any credit can harm you as well. Because, again, they want to You've see, never been trusted. Right. And they don't understand that they come. I don't even own a credit card. Well, then I don't know if I give you credit alone that you're going to be able to pay it back. So you want to, right now, if you don't have any credit, get a secure card, get something, mm -hmm. get some trade lines. Uh, and I don't mean purchasing trade lines. I mean, get your own, get your own credit card, secure card, something to practice buying something. Don't max it out, paying it off. Just showing that you can pay it off over time so they can see that history because I'll have clients that come with a score and they can't raise it because they don't have any credit history and even if it is a decent score, they're at 620, the lender is not going to lend because you have no trade lines, no type of credit history. So you want to have credit. You want to have decent credit. You want to mm -hmm. have decent payment history within the last year. So you don't want to you don't want to have a bunch of late payments charge off on your um, different cards or card notes. Right. So when they're looking at your debt to income ratio, they're looking at cre credit cards, any type of loans and car notes. So they're not looking at utilities or your phone bills. Mm -hmm. none, none of that. Just credit. So they're so, not yes. looking at Sprint. Mm -mm. <laughs> okay. Listen, y'all. They're not talking about. Sprint. So they don't care. They don't care that your Sprint payment, that you did payment arrangements and you pushed it back. It's okay. That's fine. But your credit cards and everything, you want to make sure that's intact. Pay those first. Because that's what they're looking at. But yeah, so back to the process. Yeah, so you want to make sure you're, you're working on your credit. You mm -hmm. want to know where you stand. Because if you don't know where you stand, then you don't know what to work on. So people will come, the lease ends in September, and they want to come August. Like, hey, what do I need to do? I'm Ready like, to buy a house, sis. Why are you sis? I've been posting <laughs> since March and April for you to contact me. And we mm -hmm. could have had you ready by now. What people don't see it's like behind the scenes. They didn't just wake up and went, you know, some people, yeah, because they've been responsible. They've been working. They got to figure it out. They're uh, adulting the properly. They're, they're, they're the minority. But mm -hmm. other people, the, the majority, we're just going through the motions. So when we set that goal, you had that goal. We had our 2020 vision. It didn't turn out that way, you know, as we wanted to. But we still got time. So you mm -hmm. want to make sure if that that home buying goal you want to complete that by the end of the year. You need to start now. So that's pulling your credit. Either a lender, I don't say you have to do a lender unless you're ready to purchase right now. I will say a mm -hmm. housing counselor or yourself. Go on Credit Karma, pull it, see where you stand. And that's looking at your payment history and making sure you have at least two healthy trade lines. So that's your, that can be a car loan. That can be um, a secure card, a credit card. And then you want to start saving. You want the to start devil. <laughs> saving. Um, it doesn't have to be $20,000, 10000 8000 It really doesn't. I try to keep as much money in my clients' pockets as I can. But you can't just come with nothing. You can't just say, I just got $100. It's just not realistic because <laughs> there, there are some upfront costs you want. You got to pay for mm -hmm. um, money saves a deal sometimes. These are numbers. Nobody's perfect. So... 
you may have to come out of the pocket a little bit more. You don't want to lose the house because you didn't have a thousand dollars. Right. Oh God. To close the deal. Right. So, but yeah, so the process is getting your credit pull, working on your credit. If you, once you get to that 620 and I say, if you have at least 2000 to 3000, you're good. You're, you can start, you'll consult with a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. The real estate agent will then refer you to a lender um, the lender will pull your credit mm-hmm. and the lender will give you a pre-approval or will tell you, depending on your lender, mm-hmm. my lenders will tell you what to do to get to that pre-approval point. That's helpful. Um, so they'll give you a game plan, usually 30 days, 40 days, depending on you, depending on how ready you are on what to do. Um, I say 30 days because that's how long it takes for your credit to cycle. Mm-hmm. So they'll tell you what to pay off, what to do to kind of get to that point. And once you get to that point, they'll give you the pre-approval letter or pre-qualification letter. And then Mm -hmm. you can begin your home shopping. After your home shopping, once you go under contract, you will have to pay something called earnest money. And that's why I say it's important to have cash. Earnest Mm -hmm. money is 1% of the purchase price. So if the home is $2,000, then your earnest money, which is kind of like a good faith deposit, will be $2,000. I got that. That money gets credited back either towards your down payment or your closing costs, but you do need to have that up front. And then if they accept the offer, you're under contract, you, it goes to underwriting. Um, you got to pay for inspections. That can be about $300 and the appraisal can be about $500. So that's why I say have at least 3000 2000 mm-hmm. to begin the process. But um, that's all it really, um, not, that's not all it, that's, that's, that's the basic to get started. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need about a 620, 640, 580 if you're trying to put down your own money. But I say 620 just to make it a little easier. Wait it out a little bit. Clean it yeah. up a little bit more. Clean it more. Yes, you want to come strong. Have a strong credit profile, and it'll make the process so much easier. Um, so, yeah, if you, can get your, if you can be working on your credit, you can work on your own credit right now and just, like, clean Question. things up. Because mm-hmm. I know you know stuff. <laughs> For those that are trying to clean up their credit currently, what are some tricks that you've learned? Not that it's illegal, please, because my um, legal de- department, what y'all said, yeah, we can't talk about that. So things that they can do legally. They can do legally. I know some people in this land. That these people can kind of, you know, some things that you just didn't know. So like for me, one thing for me, because I've been working on cleaning up my credit as well. Jesus Christ. Well, basically just trying to get them to remove things off of oh, my disputing. credit. Disputing. Dispute. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm like, discredit? <laughs> Listen. Listen. What's it, what is today? I was going to say it's Sunday. Is it Sunday? It's it is. Sunday. Okay, it's Sunday. Okay. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Because so, yeah, I learned a few things. I was like, listen, you're going to have to prove I did that. I said, dispute everything. How can I they, went through the whole, how can they prove it? Yes. <laughs> really? So because, I mean, only thing that can happen, like, my thing is, like, I've been told no before. So it's like, no thing. Yep. And the I, worst you could tell me yeah. is that. And, and I've and heard that before. People, I tell people all the time, dispute it. Like, all they can say. And you'll be surprised, like, how some of it just fall off. Because they have what? 30 days. To prove it, some of those people, especially if it's been sold and to different collection agencies, they don't even have the information anymore to even prove that it's yours. So, yes, you want to dispute everything. Sorry, you want to dispute every single thing. Student loans, I don't care. Just dispute it. Medical (laughs) things, I'm like, when I do that? 
Yeah, I don't right. even know. You don't know, right. girl. Just take right. it off. Right, right. Why, why? And I don't. I'm never gonna give it to you. So just take it off. Like I'm not gonna pay that. But yeah, and that so, will boost your credit up a couple points after some time. And an important thing. This is really important. Do not pay old collections. Do not. Mm. It's not going to help you. Mm. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help your credit. It's still a collection. It's still a collection like that. It already do your own research. It's already done. I learned the dumbass way. (laughs) It's fine though. It's the worst thing to do. I hate when people say, I'm like, why did you like that? At a point to get a secure card. Like don't pay off any collection items. Now, if it's before it gets to collections and they're like, Hey, it's going to go to collections. If you don't pay and you want to settle it before it hits your credit. But once it hits your credit, the damage is done. The only reason you would pay it is if they're going to delete it. Mm. So, if they say, and you need it in writing, because I don't talk to anyone, you want everything in writing, you need to tell them that they're having put in writing that they're going to give you a pay, they're going to delete it if you pay for it. And that's yeah. the only reason it's going to improve your score. But if you pay a two-year-old collection item, it's not going to do anything for your score. It's not, because it's still going to be on your credit. They just got the money. Correct. And your all money. could have went to something else. Yes, and all you did was kind of make it more recent. So it, it was older. Now it's like new. So you kind of refreshed it. So it's going to okay. affect your credit. So no, you don't want to pay it off. I will also say don't spend thousands of dollars on, and I'm not, don't kill me, y'all credit repair people. I promise. I was finna <laughs> ask you. Don't spend thousands of dollars on credit repair if you need credit repair, make sure it's someone that's bonded, not your cousin, sister, not, I'm, they're going to kill me. Not yeah, all no, these they different. They can't kill you because it is what it <laughs> it's, is. It's tough out, Tanya. But yeah, you don't want to spend all your money because you can do it yourself, especially now we have time, kind of. We got some time. I know, you know, we don't feel like doing anything. I know I don't. But you can take some of that time. You can actually, like you say, just do it yourself. There are letters that are available. I can send you guys some that I've gotten from a counseling agency. Uh, you know, just link me. Say, hey, I saw you on Adulting, uh, Adulting I, I Hate It Hair podcast. And I want those letters, sample dispute letters. And I will forward them over to you. And you can do it yourself because that's all they're doing. They're writing letters mm-hmm. and they're sending it to them but paying them thousands of dollars and sometimes they don't even and some places are not legit I just you wouldn't suggest it I, I wouldn't I got suggest you. it now if it's someone you trust and you know they can do it and you want to spend your money on that go ahead um or if it's a, a decent price and you know that they can do the job then go ahead I because do you have credit. people yeah, that I'll, don't want to do it themselves. You know, people yeah. pay for convenience. So yeah. I totally understand why yeah. they would want just, or need to. Just make sure it's someone reputable and a bonded credit repair agency, not just these random people on the internet, on Instagram, saying they can repair credit. I work with, um, partner with a credit repair agency. They're bonded, referred by my lender. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that's going to be giving you the loan for the home. So it's not something that's just somebody, someone random and they're legitimate. So I do partner with it, but that's like worst case scenario and, and people that are saying like, I need credit repair. Um, right. I, I don't feel like doing it. I need some things done and then I'll go ahead and let them consult with them. But you don't, I don't just push that on people because some things can be repaired. The lender themselves can tell you what to do to get your credit to where it needs to be. Now those forms, where can people find you on the Instagram if they did want to get one of those forms from you? So my Instagram is at making moves with Kendra, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Carry the one. (laughs) 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you follow me on there or write me. You don't have to follow me. I I respond to all my DMs. Um, I'm very given. You don't even have to use me as your realtor. I'm just here to help. Um, Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) Kendra only recently got sweet. (laughs) She ain't been sweet for a long time. Let me be quiet. She'll refresh. I need a beverage. Let me stop. Let me stop. But yeah, so yeah, you guys can holler at me and I will give you the information. I will, uh, or email me. Like my email information is on my Instagram as well. So if you just want to shoot me an email, I can send you that, send you all those forms. And you actually can just go ahead and repair credit and you can start repairing other people's credit. And start because doing. we don't know what the hell is going to happen for so, the rest of 2020. <laughs> so yeah, you can do that. So yeah, student loans before I forget. Yes. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, are so scared and it just makes me sad and I was too before I became a real estate agent like I'm never gonna own a home because like I owe Sally Mae, Navient, whatever they're called now and I'm never gonna pay them because I'm not I'm not so it's not in your spirit I understand because they're not getting these doubloons either I can't I mean what what no (laughs) so that is a part of your debt to income ratio it is Mm. and that's why a lot of millennials Although we're we're killing the home ownership game, but a lot of us are kind of like, uh, the student loans are killing me, so I don't think I can purchase. Mm. And we can, we can. So you want to make sure every single person that has student loans, especially public. I don't know about private because I don't have any private ones, but mm-hmm. all of the public federal loans, you want to have them on an income based repayment plan. It's very easy to do that. I can give you the information, but it's it's all you gotta do is just Google studentaid.gov and you can do mm-hmm. it yourself. Um, because you got you can do it do it on your own. So even if they're in deferment, you want to get them out of deferment, and then you want to go on an income based repayment plan. Because if not, if you get an FHA loan, and say your student loan, say you owe one hundred and eighty thousand. Mm. Oh, shut up, $1,800 already is eating up your debt to income. You're not going to be able to get, a, like, a Fort Much house unless you're just making above six, six figures. Like, it's going to eat into that amount because it's a part of your debt to income ratio. And right. your debt to income is all mm. of your debt. So your student loans, your credit cards, mm. car note, blah, blah, blah. So it takes FHA takes one percent of that balance and add it to your monthly. Even though we're not paying it, we're not paying them eighteen hundred. But the bank's like, yes, you are. I'm gonna count it, Correct. and that takes away from your purchasing power. But if you put them on an income based repayment plan and you have a conventional loan, which is what I suggest for all my uh, students and graduates and whomever, mm-hmm. if you're at a six forty and you and you have your loans on an income based repayment plan, then they count the payment. So income based. Oh, I didn't know that. So look at the drop. Listen, dropping the little gems. Let me make, people. let me make sure they're not looking. Look over your so, shoulders. Make sis. sure y'all lie when you put your loans on the income. <laughs> they don't know who's in your house. They you don't. Got, <laughs> so your household side is five. I don't care if it's just you. It's five. <laughs> you're not lying about dependents. Listen to me. You're lying about household size. I will come over there. If they come knocking on the door and say, I live here. Listen, I'll be like, you know, Kendra, you don't know Kendra. <laughs> Yeah, tell me. <laughs> Listen, Tanya, we they don't know who lives in our home. So I will just see people like, no, but I make too much. Yeah, but it goes by the household size. So if you say five people live in your house, they do. Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't have no proof. You don't need any proof. It's not dependent. So you don't have to be like, well, my they don't care about dependence. It's the household size. I so got you. Your grandma, your cousin, they all live there as far as Sally Mae is concerned. You. Go on there. 
put your loan on income based repayment plan, adjust the household. I tell you, you can ask all my clients. I tell them all that and it works. And it's going to give you zero dollars, hopefully, mm. or 20, 30, whatever, whatever the payment is, is going to be less than 1800 or whatever. They try to tell us to pay 2000 okay. Get it in blood. <laughs> so whatever that payment is, 20, 30, 40, that's going to be what your student loan debt is as mm. far as your conventional loan goes. And that's great. And some zero. Some will be zero. Like, hopefully, that's what you get it at. You get it at zero if you put five or whatever, however you adjust the yeah. household size. And whatever they have you for the income-based payment plan, that's what they will count towards your debt. So, yes, you can still purchase. So you won't, your student loan debt won't even affect you. So that's what I really want us to do because I get a lot of people coming, oh, but they're on deferment. No, take them off deferment. Put them on income-based, especially if you like social services, a doctor, teacher, any public servant. Um, oh, wow, yeah. You can get those those $0 payments will count towards the 10 years of payment history to get your loans forgiven. So those zero dollars per month for ten years oh. will still equal yes. Yes, you girl. okay? You using your hmm. okay? Come through education. Okay, I love it. Stop playing because I know I a lot it. of us that are teaching, that are doctors, that are uh, that are heavily in debt and feel like they cannot purchase the cannot home and get, get the up. things that they want and need because they're like buried under. I don't know how much. And if you and if you can <laughs> pay that rent, and I'm talking to myself as well, but I'm 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 taking every advice that I'm giving today. So trust for sure, me. for sure. But you, we can afford a home. We can. I mean, this rent rent is so ghetto. I just like I, I don't even want to talk about it because it'd be upsetting me and my home girl. Can't. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that. Listen, I don't like that. But listen, Tanya. Okay, I'm not gonna tell you because you're gonna get mad. Like, count on how much money you done spent on rent, how, girl. Okay, I'm about to stop the show it. right now just Analyze out of pure anger. <laughs> Analyze that, pray. I'm just like, I got a condo on the beach. Like, what? Oh lord. Oh, another myth. Cause I know us. I'm a millennial. We don't like to stay put at jobs. None of that. Like, we just like. I want to buy a house. I can't commit. I can get something better. I'm not going to commit to this. Exactly. I'm going to be here for 30 years. You don't have to, sweetheart. So listen, and this sounds so cliche, but when you buy your house, like you're an investor, you are because that is a wealth building tool. When you buy your house, your home builds equity. It's going to build equity and you don't have to ever pay it off for 30 years to see the equity. Right. You can um, break it down. The house costs 100000 don't know where, but it costs a hundred thousand. <laughs> you got the house for a hundred thousand. You paid, let's say, you paid your mortgage for about three years. Hold on, let me get my my calculator. So, say your mortgage on that house was seven hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? get the seven. We ain't mad. Seven hundred times twelve, so that's eight thousand. You gonna multiply that by three, so you spent about twenty five thousand on that home for three mm-hmm. years, which is seven hundred dollars mortgage. The right. home you got it. Your loan was for a hundred thousand. It gained equity, so it's probably worth about one thirty. Let's get the now. calculator back. Yeah, I gotta get the calculator. <laughs> one thirty. It's about one thirty now, right? Mm-hmm. But your loan was for a hundred. You paid, and you paid twenty five on that. So you only right. owe what seventy five thousand on that, right? right. But it's Probably. worth one thirty, Tanya, right? Okay. So you're gonna sell that home. So the home costs one thirty. You only owe seventy five. 
So someone buys it for one thirty, you're leaving with fifty five thousand dollars cash towards your next home and towards then- your next home. You didn't even you didn't even spend that much on it at all. So you don't have to stay in that home to sell it. You don't have to stay in that home for thirty years to see the money or the equity. You don't have to. You don't even have to sell it. You can move out of that home, mm-hmm. rent it. Now you're a landlord. Now you got more money coming in. So now you can get your new house. Take charge them fourteen hundred. The mortgage is only seven hundred. You're gonna charge them fourteen hundred because that's what they, that's what we do. We pocket the seven. <laughs> pocket the seven hundred and or put it towards your bigger house. See, listen, y'all. Y'all didn't even know math was gonna be a part of this episode. Listen, listen. Math this is my is favorite why. subject. Shout this is why Jackson. you get a beverage like so, like so, <laughs> like that. Because that's your business. I love her. But yes, so. I don't know. I just want us to feel empowered. We already killing the game, millennials, but I don't feel like we recognize our buying potential. Uh, we don't. We mm. just, it, I mean, adulting is hard. It is, but we can be doing so much better, especially, um, we're just doing better for, and our kids, like leaving them something, um, using it doesn't take millions of money, but real estate is a foolproof economy is the best way to build wealth. Nobody's rich. Mm-hmm. You don't know any rich people that didn't get rich or does not invest in any real estate. You don't. If you don't right. buy it. I don't care. They own they own the building, right? <laughs> they own something. So right. real estate is just a great market and you can become a real estate investor just by purchasing your first home. And it doesn't have to be hard. If you oh another thing you do have to for because I know a lot of us are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of why? Because you're probably like, well, why you ain't got yours yet? Because with your self-employed or entrepreneur, um, I do have a full-time as well. So if you're self-employed, you do want to file your taxes. Because if you don't, I know, I know we don't want to, but if you don't, then how do they know that you made money? Right. You got to file it. You don't have, you don't need a 1099. You don't need anything, but you do want to Fire taxes. I'm not a CPA. So you get with a CPA so they can tell you how to do it so that you don't have to owe a lot. And you can go on a payment plan with the IRS. Sorry, W-2 people, it's easy because we they pay it out of their taxes. So with my W-2 right. job, cool. That's just coming out. But in it or it shows. But self-employed or entrepreneurship or your business, thing like that, you want to make sure that you are um, documenting that income. Um, I'll give an example. This is a real life example. A young lady called me not too long ago and she she makes a hundred thousand dollars. Um just doing like different things, modeling, whatever she's doing. You know, she makes a decent amount multiple of money. Multiple streams of income. Income. Yeah, and she mm. multiple streams. And <laughs> she uh she's also um renting for a lot, like thirty eight hundred a month. Crazy. She can yeah. So try to um she has the income. Her credit is good. But according to the bank, she doesn't have the income because she hasn't filed taxes. Oh. Um, they can't just look at a W-2. They can't. They don't want to look at bank statements. Yeah, before all of this happened, I'll be honest, you did have some lenders that did bank statement loans, but it requires a hefty amount of down payment. So oh, versus okay. you paying 3% down, it's like 20% down. So oh, that's a lot oh. of money. Yeah. And yeah, that's a lot oh, of no. money, especially for the house that she 
the price range she was looking at. That's like $60,000 down. So you want to make sure that you're documenting and you're filing your taxes and showing that you are making income. And they want to see two years for anyone that's self-employed. Entrepreneurship, they want to see two years of tax returns. So I know a lot of us, um, we do have side hustles, multiple streams, myself included, outside of this, like I do a lot. Like, I just need all the money. So, (laughs) but you do have to make sure that you're filing your taxes on that and showing that income so that we can count that money because they won't to them you don't make you didn't make any money and don't be afraid like i gotta pay the rs they have they have different plans and payment plans you can pay them later like they're not gonna come knocking on your door don't tell them i said that but yeah so just make sure you're filing your taxes and you're recording Mm -hmm. your income let's do things the right way like we are here doing well driving these cars and all let's get some it always comes down to the attention to the paperwork that you're going to do for your your income for your insurance life insurance all these things you know i know a lot of us especially black people who are understandably uh, apprehensive to dealing with the government in different forms for obvious reasons but you know when we do follow the process the way that it should be followed when certain situations come like so like this current pandemic things are happening family members are dying Dying. yeah and you know what i mean there's really nothing in place you know and even with leaving a home to someone you know you don't know how to sell a home or where you what you should do work on yeah Mm -hmm. so i feel like those things are very important and as as apprehensive as we are (laughs) to dealing with the government right it comes to a point where you have to like that's how I feel about marriage. I I want to be married, but I don't want to deal of deal with the government. Right. <laughs> and when it's time for me to break up, I'm not gonna say when, but if <laughs> you understand, know I don't want them involved in right. the process. So like, I, hey, I understand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like because when you get a divorce, you're going to go tap on the government's door and go, hey, so how Figure do you break out. up? Yeah. And yeah. like, I got you. <laughs> Don't even check. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you what to do. Okay. All right. So <laughs> black people specifically, I know a lot of people listen to this. There are people listening to this in Ireland. Shout out to y'all. Oh, but yeah, I was like, oh, hey, hey, y'all. <laughs> um, but no, just people in, in general, because people in general have this feeling about dealing with the government, the forms. They feel like, one, there's intimidation and fear with contacting the IRS. I mean, with the movies and the bills and the stuff, you know, you really get wrapped up in like, oh, no, they're going to come drag me by my eyebrows out of this apartment. And it's like, it's not that serious. And they're not. And it's, and um, and I get it. It's like a lot of people are just like, I don't want to have them in my business and this. But and they already in your business. Sis. That's too. And I think <laughs> What what happens is we kind of sell our stuff short, like, True. and not to make this a race thing, but then we're like, oh, they don't want me this. No, we're just not doing good business. Like we're in our own way sometimes. So document that stuff for sure. Other, other folks not paying, so you don't gotta pay. Document your <laughs> income. Just document it. Show get your businesses together. You know, adults. So we're all can. trying to. Yes. Doing the best we black ass can. <laughs> so I ask all of my guests, uh, what are three things that you wish you knew before you got into the realtor business? Hmm. <clears throat> three things that I wish I knew. Like somebody could have dropped you a gym and would have saved you time. It would have saved you <laughs> money. 
<laughs> resources, all types of things. I wish, and I would say business, and you probably know, because I think you've kind of been an influencer and more, you know, I'm all new to this business type social media business. I've always yeah. just, you know, so it's not just about real estate, but that that your audience or supporters, for lack of a better term, is not just going to be your your friend list or your immediate, the people that you know. Say that. <laughs> it's annoying because I'm human. So it's going to be like, well, well, dang. Especially, well, you know, in the personal, you know what I've gone through. So just after that, just like mm-hmm. the, most of the support has come from strangers. So I, for wish, sure. I wish, I guess, coming in, I kind of, I guess I wish I would have known that because I wouldn't have taken the response that I didn't get. From so personal, that I right? Know, right. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I, I knew that. I knew that. But I just knew. Um, Let me tell you, I read something recently that said, it, like, if you want your business to grow, delete everybody that's been on your your timeline and get new people. Mm. Because new people support, like, I have been doing, like, previously I was doing Urban Sweet Talk. I was doing that from, like, 2013 to 2019 like literally I just ended a podcast and started this new one and you know there are certain people that will always support but then there are people that act like they don't even see things right time like how but no but certain things certain because <laughs> you be like how you correct think? how you but selective selective so <laughs> and those are people that you've known for a substantial amount of time whether they be classmates old co-workers from old jobs, people you've run into on socials, Twitter people, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And it's just like sometimes, you know, uh, where I get new listeners and they're like, oh, I'm listening from so-and-so. And I'm like, what? Okay. Right. What's up? And they hit me up from like somewhere in New Jersey. I'm like, oh, that's what's up. Didn't even know. Right. I was over there. <laughs> right. And to them, they're like, oh no, like you're like my cousin. Like mm-hmm. I know you. Yeah. And they support. And when you put something out, they're right there to support you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get so um, used to the things that we have on our timeline. And I realized the other day, I'm like, oh, damn. So if you don't interact with certain people, like you can have 3,000 followers. But if you only that's interact true. with about, I didn't think about that. 60, mm-hmm. that's all you're going to see. So yeah. everybody else you don't see because you don't interact also. Right. And they don't interact. You know what I'm saying? Right. So sometimes when you, you ever look at your like likes or something, you go, you post mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. you see your likes and you're like, who the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you look and, and they're following you and you're like, oh, <laughs> right, right. How long have you been here? Correct. And we don't know how long they have been supporting our mm-hmm. businesses, our business ventures, our, mm-hmm. our content that we're putting out. Mm-hmm. Because we're liking the same 50 people content. Right, right. So I probably, just to piggyback off of you, just less than for everybody, myself included, mm-hmm. is to, my suggestion, adjust your timeline accordingly. This okay. is your visual experience. Mm-hmm. And you should see the things you want to see. Because right. I know that a lot of people are aggressively passive. Mm-hmm. And so they will scroll over things that, you look at people who get, you know, thousands of views for comedy content Mm -hmm. let them put one promo the the followers the you know what i'm saying the likes have gone down dramatically Mm -hmm. because they're there for certain content and like i said selective right so yeah that's a great point you brought up yeah yeah but that's and you're so right um i did notice because and i had to check myself 
because sometimes we're just on there, we're just strolling, and I have to tell myself, wait, you like, like, in your mind, you liked it. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> right. And cute. Scroll. But then, and you'll wonder, like, why don't I see? Because sometimes I'll go looking, like, I haven't seen. Let me go check on so-and-so. And they're there. They posted just an hour ago, but I didn't see it. Right. And um, so I do have to tell myself, like, to start interacting. That's smart. Like, to kind of read, like, if we're not interacting, like, why you I here? deliberately go why you and here? look up certain hashtags. Why you here? Something I learned from Brooklyn Social. She was on my show a few episodes ago. And just click on a hashtag. If you're in real estate, real estate Atlanta, just see what people are posting. Go under their posts. You don't have to give a damn, but you need it to show something different. Mm-hmm. And so you go under that picture. This is a great house. This is beautiful. I love it. Wish I would have seen this. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Interact to some degree. Right. So now they're accustomed to you and you're not just liking something. Right. They're like, oh, okay. You yeah, we have time. to talk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm learning <laughs> that myself. Like, yeah, I'm not good at it. I'll throw these <laughs> selfies up. Right. You know what I'm out of here. I'll be on my own page like, girl. And I'll be like, I'm bored. Like, what's, And I'm like, girl, go to your news, like your feed so you can right, see right, other right. posts and interact and You'd be like, oh, she's dope. She's beautiful. Or she's funny. Right. Like, <laughs> and you rarely put it. Like, for me, because, like, my, I have a big thing with not looking like a simp or a lame out here in these streets. Right, right. All on somebody's pose. <laughs> I don't care how funny it is. Like, I told my boyfriend, I'm like, let me tell you something. One thing, you don't have to ever worry about me. <laughs> thirsting under a nigga comments. You're never going to see it. Because I'm not giving no. And just so I can be screenshot. Right, right. Thurston, like I, what I like in my head is none of your business. Right, right. So I'll mentally like things like that. That's where mm-hmm. I selectively like things, but mm-hmm. not just no. Yeah. But if I'm in someone's comments, it's deliberate. If I saw like for like I you're I know you've been dealing with a lot. I don't want to talk about it on the show. Right. But when I, w- I would see you're doing better and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so glad. And I would take the time because I, I care. Right. And and I'm like, those little things, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, matter to people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we've known each other for a very long time. We're mm-hmm. old now. We're old ladies. I mean, I'm young. <laughs> I'm like 25, but go ahead. If you want to just be on I'm 25. Beyonce, Skype, <laughs> lying, <laughs> that's not what we're going to do. <laughs> but but yeah i need wait was it was that one thing because we went into a that was one that was one okay okay so how many you said three yeah two okay. more okay two more okay another thing that i've learned um is that um i guess it's kind of similar to the first one but to like um foster like relationship matters um and this is the business in general um i'm i don't know if you know notice but i think you're kind of similar like i'm an extroverted introvert Introvert. so i'm even proud of myself for this but like (laughs) i don't like to talk that much like i'm a heavy texter like i'm just like if i'm talking on the phone it's i have like certain moves where i feel like speaking to people in real estate and probably in similar businesses it's like an emphasis on cold calling and door knocking like they want us to go knock on random doors like we're job witnesses no no <laughs> offense um my uncle's one so 
Hey, guys. My aunt but, is too, but no, <laughs> child. No. And I just, um, I knew I couldn't do that. So I kind of like was like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this and I'm not going to call somebody. Like it was it's like, I just don't want to do that. So um, I didn't really know how I was going. I'm just going to be honest. Like I was like, Kendra, what are you doing? It's something that I, that I just took a chance on. I didn't really know how I was going to do it. But what I've learned just from this experience is, and what I've been doing and I'm shocking myself is, um, just when you speak to somebody or meet with that person, mm-hmm. that's the difference between them going to someone else or them mm-hmm. choosing you or wanting to work with you. Like, just talk to that person. Like, a lot of we brush everything is fast paced. Like, it's like, right. no, I got to, I got to move Microwave. this. Let me just send this. <laughs> yeah. And I run how I run my business. Like, I talk to anybody. I want to talk to you. And it's crazy because I'm not a, I'm not a talker. I'm not. But when it comes to real estate and empowering and educating and just trying to get people to realize you can do this. Like I get so I get a, like that. I'm not going to be like, oh, that's better than the money. No, the money is good. I want to make money. But we can do a lot of things to make money. But just a lot like seeing them and uh, helping them to see that they can accomplish this um means so much to me and it does so much for me and then so I'm learning like me speaking to people meeting people I be meeting strangers honey I be going out we be at Starbucks and I be like girl let me tell you you can you can own this house (laughs) and they fall so like that wins them over and me I I'm like I'm a newbie like everyone listen I'm not someone that's been in in the industry for a long time I'm still learning but I'm learning a lot and what and what gets me my client is that conversation is the meeting with them it's me me Mm -hmm. bringing me there and it's like and I'm me when I meet with them and I'm not dropping a bunch of stats and oh this is what I've done it's just me being me and being genuine and that wins them over to the point where they're like oh I like your spirit or yeah I want to work with you I had one uh girl just called me She's so sweet. I forgot that we had talked. I'm just going to be honest. I talked to so many people because I do talk to them. If When they text me or when they email me, I'm like, let's talk or whatever, whatever. A lot of realtors may not want to because they're busy, not throwing any shade. You got or, the time. <laughs> or, yeah, I have so much time, especially now. So, And I'm like, let's talk. And it's just easier to do that. I just want to know your situation. I want to get to know you. I want to talk. So spoke with her, um, I think in January. She hit me out of nowhere. She's like, hey, LaKendra. I paid everything off of my credit. I did this and I did that. I'm ready to buy a house. Then when we talked on the phone again, because I called her and she, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I say, call me when you get a chance. She was like, yeah, I had been working with a few realtors, but I, it's like, but the conversation that her and I had kind of like made her come remember me or made like maybe of be course, top of you mind. Made an impression on her. And yeah. I'm not heavy with my, I'm trying to get there with my, with my email marketing and drip campaigns and sending stuff. So it's not like she got, she had anything from me. I need to get better at that. But at following up, but it's because I don't want to, it's just, I got to get in my business mind, my personal mind. I don't like to kind of sweat people and be like, girl, you want to buy this house? Like, I'm just like, if you're ready, you're ready. I'm going to give you these gems. I'm going to give you this information. Come right. me and I'll be here. So, but if, if we're already like in the words that I'm following up, I'm getting you on track. But if you're just like, let me think about it. I'm going to let you think about it. I'm not going to pressure you. Right. So, but she remembered me from that conversation. Had it just been a text or me just sending you information then it wouldn't have like you wouldn't have probably remembered me I wouldn't have stuck out but I'm learning that relationships fostering relationships building relationships um meeting people speaking to people like being human right. um, not just selling them stuff but just having like those relationships and actually like 
building them is like important <clears throat> in any business. Um, I'm sure it's not just real estate, but um, and I, you like I heard it in class and school and things of that nature. But I and I, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm not about to be meeting any strangers and door knocking. I get a lot of my clients off of social media <clears throat> and I could easily just go back and forth to the DMs. And they're equally them. strangers. Right? right. And we feel this way. And I, I'm glad you spoke to that because one, I want to say that you're selling yourself short by telling yourself that you're not a people person or you're not this way because then you're putting a a limit on yourself, a cap Mm -hmm. on who you are. And it's like, you're so much more than that. So when Mm -hmm. you say like you're an extroverted introvert, I'm like, no, I totally get it. Cause like people get on my nerves, but people (laughs) love me and I love people, (laughs) but on my own time. (laughs) Right. 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 So I totally get it. Like people think of me as an extrovert, but personally i i know how much i like solitude and like mm-hmm. kind of being a little hermit but I'm yeah just fostering those relationships though yeah so that's shown me um that's been a key to kind of to my, like my success here um i even got another client from another realtor just for my first conversation like picking up the phone and, I don't and that matters to people like, you remember those but <laughs> like, you really do you remember those moments when people treat you like a person and not just another whomever and just taking like a moment like I tell people all the time like especially on Twitter if I'm tweeting and you tweet something crazy or like off I'm going to ask how you are (laughs) privately because maybe you want to talk about it yeah 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 yeah. and like sometimes those moments people are like wow so nobody has ever asked me before right and yes I'm going through a lot and yes it's this and just a quick exchange can do wonders for them. Even like, I don't need any retribution from that. It's just like, you just want to be able to help people when you can. And I know that you can be in, in this field where one, you like to solve problems, right? Mm-hmm. Cause when you meet new people, you're like, okay, well, what problem is this? Yep, so let's yep. see what, let's what, what I, I could you. do here. Mm-hmm. You understand? And to apply yourself and you always want to be of uh, help to people and so being in that field, I'm so glad that you talked about just fostering relationships because a part of adulting is that too, not just business-wise, not just work, like right. fostering friendships, yeah. fostering romantic relationships. You know what I'm saying? We really have to be careful how we're doing that and how we're talking to them. You don't want to overextend yourself to someone you love and then you give a stranger a little bit and they're like, "That's I'm great. Right. You can exhaust yourself with patience with someone you love right. and someone, a stranger, like we were saying with the other point, mm-hmm. will just be happy with, oh, yes. no, that's great. Which is that, right, right. Right. This is, this is amazing. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. You almost right. don't believe them. Right, right. What? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Those are great points, too. And so what's yeah. your last thing? So my last, that it will be hard. We see, and I'm not going to say I thought it was going to be easy, mm-hmm. but everybody makes everything look pretty and attainable and no one really tells you for sure <laughs> the um and once I get comfortable I want to share like the real you know the nitty-gritty but no one really wants to speak to the 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 struggles of it so um like I've had um <laughs> what you done still, did I'm still mad about this time so <laughs> <clears throat> and this is like it, I guess it piggyback, piggyback off the last point. So mm-hmm. um, I had a lady call me and she wanted to um, 
rent to own. I hope she's not listening to this. She's really sweet, good spirit, but <laughs> she wanted to rent to own, and I'm just like, um, but she had like decent credit, and like I said, I like to speak to everybody because they don't know what they can do, mm-hmm. and so she didn't know that she can actually purchase, and mm-hmm. um, so I was able to get her pre-approved to purchase a home, not rent to own. Um, the thing about her, I guess it goes back to the tax thing. She is a um, she's self-employed, so she files her own taxes, and she had been doing that. She didn't file this 2019 though, but gotcha. her last two years, the year before last, so 17 didn't show her her true her true income um mm-hmm. well it didn't have enough so my lender was like okay we need you to file 2019 so you mm-hmm. can get you know more money so I talked to her told her she's like all right all right right so I check on her because I and I was sick I thought I, I'm not and this is a true story I thought I had the coronavirus I had went to Thailand in February for my birthday and then Aquarius so, <laughs> so when I came back felt horrible went to the doctor they said it was a upper respiratory tract infection i still feel like i don't know i don't know everybody's like probably was corona but either way i'm good now I'm so glad. after i was better like a week had gone by um i checked on her i'm like hey haven't heard from you like did you tire texas she sent me i was so mad like my feelings are so hurt i'm such a softie she was like oh um hey lakendra so sweet about it she was like um no i found somebody i went with another company they said i didn't have to file my taxes i'm closing on so and so and so on the 30th what but we just how you closing? <laughs> like that was fast. Miss girl, I was ready. You found a new realtor, a new lender, everything. Like Miss girl, sis, was I could still too. help you as your like. Just because, and I need everybody to know this, you can pick any lender. You can still choose your same realtor. She went and picked up the shop and just left, and I'm just like, what? I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know how to respond to that, and so I had to reach out to one of my colleagues a co-realtor and I was venting I'm like do you believe this I can't believe she I don't know what to say she was really nice I loved her spirit mm-hmm. whatever she was like just tell her you know if she you know need anything let you know blah blah whatever whatever so I did I was like because at least she was honest she didn't ignore me but I was so salty about that but I learned that again can't take things like that personal and and I'm like because <laughs> I was about to be funny and say these ain't loyal but <laughs> listen but that is just not easy and i'm that's gonna, the business though and I'm, it's business, and I'm going to experience that much more that hurt my feelings but i i'm going to see it again and i need to it's just not and that's just one part of it but it's just it hasn't been i'm not gonna act like it's just been great mm-hmm. um one one week i'll be doing awesome got people in my pipeline got people that's like ready and then the next week, don't hear from them or they just change their mind. You know, you're dealing with people at the end of the day. So um, let me make a side comment and say, mm-hmm. and I know you're not going to feel comfortable about it for other reasons, but you should totally do something for black realtors kind of talking this way, because I know this is great information for those that are listening. And wait, wait, wait. You guys hit me up on Twitter at I am Queen T. Same thing on the Instagram. Hit up the adulting page, adulting I H I H pod on Twitter because they're haters and they have character <laughs> limits. Um, <laughs> adulting I hate it here pod on the Instagram and the Facebook like page. But for those that want um, more information and things like that, um, I just think that what you do and the reason why you do it, your purpose. Um, you're creating an avenue for young black 
realtors trying to figure this thing out (laughs) who are just trying to figure it out and that's really why i started adulting because i feel like bro nobody know what the hell we're doing i don't care how successful i don't care how much people have acquired in the world people will never really know what the hell we're doing we're just winging winging it it making it look as cute as possible we're alive right Right. Just trying to make it look real cute because that's what we do. Put a filter on it. Bam. But struggling. You know what I'm saying? Struggling yes, um, yes, on the yes. quiet. So I feel like just planting this seed. Okay. Don't know if it will go into fruition, <laughs> but just starting a platform, even if you go live from time to time, and I know how you feel, but mm-hmm. just speaking to those people because you do have, there. Uh, I'm sure there's realtors that do listen to the show. Hey, y'all. Hey, um, y'all that are just getting into the business or have been in the business for a long time and are running into the same issues. And I think the biggest problem is that we don't like to talk about the the bad parts and and the cons of this dream you've acquired. Because at one point where you are was a dream. It was where you hoped to be. And now Mm -hmm. that you're here, Mm -hmm. you're not really able to handle the blessing that you have. And also you don't communicate that you're struggling Mm -hmm. in that area. So help me. And I will say it's funny and I'm going to let you finish, but I just want to speak to this one point. I do Mm -hmm. get a lot of people and it's crazy, like that'll reach out to me and and they'll anyone to tell you, hey, if y'all listening, so I'm going to share this. Hey, um, can you give me any tips? How do you do? And I have to tell them, and they're like, I've only been in it for eight months. And I'm just like, sweetie, I'm new too. And mm-hmm. I'm experiencing this thing. Yeah, my, I'm not going to be like venting and whatever all on like my content and no, stuff like that. Right. You know, but I tell, you know, I let them know like, no, it's, it's, I'm going through the same thing, maybe mm-hmm. not on that scale. And if I can help you and I'll give them all my resources because I'm here to help if it's any realtors listening as well for what, you know, I don't, I'm not that type of person. Mm-hmm. There's money I have for everybody, but they'll reach out to me not knowing that, no sis, I know your struggle. Like, listen, we, <laughs> same thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just creating that so channel that that you said to that, communicate. So, yeah. And because it's, a, it's that one thing that you ever scrolling or something or see a meme that touches too close to home and it's too right. personal. Right, right, right. And you'd be like, I can't even repost this. <laughs> right, right, right. Because, because nah <laughs> yeah it's too close to home it's like that's the exact sentiment that i have and then just finding that it's other people that feel the same and you don't feel alone and that's when i wanted to do this podcast and in the podcast i was doing for almost seven years it's like breaking my heart okay like people that love to listen to it i was just letting a lot of people down and they're like what happened what happened And I'm like, I just got to do something new and I just have to try. And even if I fail, that's on me and I'll deal with that. So I was willing to to do it. And Mm then when I started to do it, I was like, okay, I'm going to write down because, you know, you get into your philosophical mode. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm going to (laughs) really narrow down what I want in my dreams. Right, 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 right. Vision board it. Yes, yes. So you're like, okay. there. I mean, write down my goals for this new podcast, being mm-hmm. all serious and shit. Mm-hmm. And I wrote all of this shit. It sounds amazing because I'm mm-hmm. great with words. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so fake. fake. This is so fake. I bought it up. I said, that's so fake. <laughs> and when I got to the last line, I just put, I want people to feel less alone. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. Like, that's right. move all the pretty words and like, it's not important, you know, to mm-hmm. sound good, to look good, to look perfect, right, whatever. Right, right, it's right, like, right. 
people feel alone in the situations that they deal with and they feel like no one else is experiencing it. So I definitely can't say anything. Yeah. And there is some like. That's, that's everybody on all scales. It's just personal sure. period. It's, it's one of the reasons like before. I mean, I won't go into detail, but before my accident, I was off of social media already for like a year. And it was because not like that it was. It just got to a point where. I was like, y'all so fake. Like, why am I here? Like, mm. everything is, it's not, um, and me knowing, because, like, I'm a psych- I was a psychology major. I graduated with a psych degree. So, um, but I know, I mean, and I'm the same way. Like, I'm not an overshare. I don't share my business on social media. And, yeah. and I know that no one's coming there to do that. But at the same time, when people are, speaking to situations that they're in themselves it's kind of like or the 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 past of bullying and speaking down it was just like a lot of stuff that I was just like a shit we show. all so <laughs> fake like everybody is going through something we all want to appear to be this to someone who is going through the same thing that I am going through correct and and like to your point it was a point you made earlier when you said when you're on twitter and you'll see someone post something and they'll call you. So I'm still healing. Like, so every day is like I'm up and down, up and down. I have my moments. I'm very temperamental. So this last, like, November, December, I had like a, a semi breakdown, but I was on Facebook. So I on and off of there, but I had got back on. So I was on there mm-hmm. and I posted, like, sometimes you just have to scream. And, mm-hmm. and I wrote that or whatever. Close the app, watching my little show or something. I don't know. I don't really watch. I just forgot what I did after that. And mm-hmm. I got a call, random call from New York, but I'm in real estate. So I'm like, all right, might be somebody in Atlanta mm-hmm. from New York. So I don't answer my phone, Tanya. I don't. So it was so weird. And it was late though. It was like nine o'clock. But I'm like, I ain't doing nothing else. Mm-hmm. So I answered. And it was a guy that went to college with me. And he was like, yo, are you okay, Kendra? And I'm like, huh? What do you mean? And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm good. He was like, no, you're not. And I'm about you to see? get all emotional. But girl, he had me on the phone crying and it's like, he saw through every me. I'm all right. Like somebody's reaching out and you're still like, you're all right. And it was weird because my close friends and they're lovely, but it's like, we don't see, nobody really knows. And it's like, he a stranger. He's in New York. We had not talked in years, seen each other in years. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't even know how I had, so I had your number. He was like, he just went and saw Kendra Miami. And, um, he just like he had to reach out mainly because he had gone through something himself that I didn't even know. Like he was able to kind of like share what he dealt with, how he dealt with it, how he's dealing with it, and you showing can sense me it. like you you're can not sense alone. people right. who are equally not to say they're damaged because I don't like to say people are damaged because it's nothing fucking. There's nothing wrong with you. Let me not curse, but there's nothing right, right. wrong with you because things don't fit perfectly in your perfect little world and right, everything right. doesn't go your way. It's like that's not gonna happen and. It's like for me, the more realistic I am with reality and the less I resist what already is. Like if somebody cut me off in traffic right now, um, <laughs> what you going to do? I'm going to feel angry, right? Yeah. But like the way that I am now, it's like you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly where you're that. going is way more important than where I'm, I'm not, going. I'm not so. there. Like I, I want to get to that. I'm still, I'm annoyed with traffic, but every, other, other, other places be, I'm there, Tanya. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. Like the more I can be so upset with it and you ever be so angry that your emotions can't change the situation. Mm-hmm. You're like, but if I just feel sadder, it's like, no, it's like when Kobe died, I was just 
looking at everything Kobe because yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. had yeah. to yeah, yeah. process it. Right. And then it got to a point where it was abused. It was yeah. like, it doesn't matter how much I look yeah, yeah. at, it's not going to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why am I putting myself through that? Because it's like I create... So I was l- listening to a lecture and it was like, you know, dealing with your fears is like drawing a monster, putting it on your fridge and then running away from it every time you see it. <laughs> like you created it. OK, it only oh, came to you. One. Right. It doesn't exist anywhere else. You mm-hmm. made it up and mm-hmm. then you're afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And then you spend your whole life not dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And so that falls into our business relationships that fall into our personal, our friends, our family, mm-hmm. because we're unable to process what already is happening because you want to change it so bad. Mm-hmm. You want it to be another way so bad, but it ain't. Mm-hmm. It's the way that it is. Right. And it's going to hurt and it's uncomfortable and you're going to miss people and things. But the reality is like what we're going through right now, mm-hmm. it's like, this morning, I was just so grateful. Um, just, just gratitude. Just like, mm-hmm. bro, you could just not be here at all. Right. To deal with the experience. You complain about the stimulus checks. You complain about 45. You complain everything. about everything. And it's like, are you, you're missing the point that you get to be here to experience and, it. And you're, and you're saving gas. I mean, it's on a lighter scale, everything. but you have time. We have time that we have not complained about and I guess because I've, I've, I've become a homebody I'm not of course I'm not naturally as, as social as I once was or I'm not mm-hmm. out at all really because of my own stuff that I'm dealing with but mm-hmm. so this is kind of normal so but I was just like it feels good I guess even to my child get on my nerves but it's like he's here like right the time we spend so much time the kids are at school we're at work uh, your your boyfriend is here, your husband is here, your spouse is there. It's like you have time now to slow be down. around each other and just slow down and just think to just not do anything to not but give you know, a F, to not give a F. Like it's people are still struggling. They like do nothing. They like, but how? Right. How can how I not do, I do nothing? Not do nothing? This is so dumb. It's like, what you want? It's <laughs> like, everybody just calm down. Calm. Relax. Damn. Because I don't like that. Um, well, Ken, I want to thank you so, so much because mm-hmm. for you to jump on the show with me and for you to be transparent with me, I just yes. want to tell you to, to you that I appreciated that so much. Because yes, that's new too. I'm so proud of myself. Like, cause I'm, I'm proud of you, I haven't girl. been that transparent, but I'm just like, you know what? Because I'm like, it's you a like, gift. I got to I just, I mean, it is what it is at this point. So transparency is a gift. Yeah. Let me tell you, like, it took such a load off my back from the person I thought I had to be for people because right. people ever expect you to be a certain way. Exactly. Because you, how you are sometimes. Right. And or then what when they, you're not what that they way. Know you, what, what they knew you as or what they expect from you, what they perceive they of you. Like, yeah. Oh, so you're just going to change? <laughs> you're just going to change. <laughs> but that's not the person I know. You're like, I know. I want to be somebody else. And they're like, but you got to stay the person I remember. So right. you have people who keep us uh, stuck to the old versions of ourselves mm-hmm. and unable yes. to, Dealing to with grow. That so now. I'm yeah. appreciative that you are transparent because I live my life on transparency. When I need things, I say so. When I mean things, I say so. Even if it sounds mean, even mm-hmm. if I got to be mean to my mama, which I do sometimes. <laughs> my mama think I'm so mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't be mean to her. <laughs> I don't. My mom is a sweetheart, but like sometimes she be pushing it, and I'll be like, "Mommy!" Like gotta, one day she called me, and I was like, "Mom, everything you told me has been negative. Has anything good has been going on in your day? Because you're bringing down the vibe, and I don't like it. I don't so, like it." <laughs> So, you know, sometimes I have to bring her back to reality. So with me, with my, even with my friends, and they know if something is wrong, you can count on me to be like, so, yeah, something is wrong. This so what are we going to do about it? Right. Let's fix this. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm trash because this was my part. And this is where <laughs> I contributed to the situation because I'm trash. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> I'm okay with being uncomfortable and that's what I want to encourage people to do. And that's why I'm glad that you did was made yourself a little uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. you also saw on the other end that like the world didn't end. And like, I wasn't like, well, why not? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people just are going to Yeah. I'm it. proud of this. Like you don't know. Um, this is all, I mean, I'm uh, eventually I'll have, cause nobody, I got such a long ass show. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, but we've got to talk right about it. It's but been I a while. Tanya. Yeah, it's like we're we're doing two in one. Calm down, just just enjoy it. <laughs> but no, I'm real saying. quick, like I like this is a part of my journey, and it's like when you sent me that, it's like no, nah, no, nah, I'm not there yet. I need to be, but damn, this would be so dope. Like you got to do it. So I would love it, and it's kind of like it still was challenging because I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, what about? So thank you. Um, you because you could have it's plenty of realtors um that you could have gotten, you know, they're not me, but Right, they not you. So thank you. Because... I can't even call you the name <laughs> I used to call you because we have grown and ascended to a level where we don't do that no more. We don't do that. Like a little bit though. <laughs> it depends on the picture. Kinda. Right, right. It depends. Come on, it depends on I mean. the picture. Depends but on the it's picture. Always love with Ken. Um she is such a sweetheart. We went to high school together, for those that don't know. And no, Northwestern. she's a fellow bull because that's what we do. I mean, um, the only school that you should know that's in Miami. But Hello, guys. Um, <laughs> but I want to thank you guys so much for sticking with me through this almost hour and a half. It's, don't worry, because you've gotten so, I swear. Because we've gotten so much information. We've we touched so many things. And I think that I don't have any problem with the time. If y'all do deal um <laughs> hit me up on twitter at i am queen t same thing on any of the other socials i'd be TikToking, so do that <laughs> and of course hit me up on the youtube as well subscribe click the link do all that other stuff so that every time i post a video it's gonna you know you're gonna get a little alert or whatever um ken where can the people find you hi guys so you can like me on facebook at making moves with kendra you can follow me on Instagram at Making Moves with Kendra. And you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's Moves with Kendra. Um, it's kind of dry right now, but, you know, I'll, it'll, it'll Look, get boo, better. It don't matter, okay? <laughs> I don't care. I was on live today with, like, three people. Didn't give a damn. It could have been 300. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah. So, yeah, follow me, guys, for real, for real. Like, I, I can't wait to... Share some information to grow to just be, and it's not always just real estate with me anyway. Like I just want to help you guys make moves, so follow me. We can she grow together. So we can sweet. adult together. We can figure this thing on out. Cause it's raggedy and ghetto, and somebody <laughs> need to come get us. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening to the show. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Ciao. Adulting is good. I wanna go home.